At 7.35, time for us to welcome our normal Thursday insider, but he's traveling tomorrow. It's Oklahoma insider Ryan Aber from the Oklahoma. Where are you headed tomorrow, Ryan? Yeah, going out to California to cover uh, some OU softball. and it's, uh, That's something new for us, first, first time traveling uh, to cover softball, but just shows how, uh, how big this sport's gotten in the state and really looking forward to uh, – to uh, covering the the Mary Nutter Classic out there, yeah, and you know there's obviously great softball out there. You know UCLA's almost always good. Many teams out there, and the weather has something to do with that. They've always heard about you know southern and western teams have more chances to practice, and especially outside, it just helps. There's all there is to it. And now that this, you know, to your point about how important it is, now that this Oklahoma team hasn't lost in over a year, I don't know that pressure mounts, but certainly attention mounts. Do you get the feeling they like that? Yeah, I think that they they do a good job of handling that. We talked to them a little bit about that yesterday, and uh, Patty Gasso said that she has to constantly find ways to to motivate her team, given their success not only with this winning streak but just this streak of championships uh, that they've had. But the the thing for them is this weekend not a lot changes because they're always treated like rock stars out there, and that pressure is always on them out in, in California. We know Patty Gasso's from there. A lot of their roster is from there. And this is sort of a, a softball mecca type of event. And uh, talked to a couple of the players yesterday and said that they really liked it because it gives them a taste of what the uh, World Series environment is like uh, in Oklahoma City uh, early in the season and, and lets them uh, be able to uh, adjust to that. So should be an interesting uh, weekend up there, and the uh, 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 competition level takes a uh, step forward uh, this weekend as well. Yeah, and certainly it's something they can handle. They're, this is a really good team, and as a matter of fact, in some cases, I, I'd read one of your articles about, hey, look, they even found new pitchers. Well, not found, but kind of wanted to know what was going to happen with some other pitchers being added and found out this week it's not been bad, has it? Yeah, not at all. Uh, S.J. Guerin, who redshirted last year, came on, and Patty Gasso just said she wanted to get her a little bit of a taste of it, and uh, she did really well in two-thirds of an inning on Saturday, and then on Sunday, she said the plan was sort of the same thing, but the way that Guerin was pitching just made them uh, ride that out and probably would have ridden it out further had they not been in run rule territory and wanted to get in some work for uh, some of the other pitchers, but and then Kirsten Deal, who came on strong at the end of last year, had a big appearance in Bedlam to end the regular season. Uh, she really took a step forward, I thought, this weekend, not only with uh, the results, but the approach as a whole. And uh, she talked about that yesterday and said that she felt like she was in a much better spot. So Patty Gasso said that they were going to go six pitching-wise, and uh, it was sort of hard to believe, but certainly uh, was the case this weekend and, and will likely be the case here moving forward. We're talking to Ryan Aber, our OU Insider, here on the Blitz 1170. If you'd like to ask a question about any Oklahoma sports, 918-262-5072 is the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. And the other studio is Bryce Hulse. Ryan, I wanted to ask you about the girls' basketball team uh, coming off a win against Cincinnati, scoring 95 points. Uh, you know, they've been, on, they've been on a win streak up until they lost to West Virginia, who was another really tough team. What do you see in terms of the rest of their schedule and the likelihood of them getting another regular season championship? 
Yeah, I think uh, that that Texas game certainly is the one that uh, looms large on their schedule. If they're able to to win that, they're they're going to win uh, the Big 12. But they've got a couple winnable games around that: Oklahoma State and Kansas. Although Kansas is surging, uh, but uh, that that Texas game is the one that's probably going to decide one way or another the Big 12 title. And uh, it's incredible the way that this team has, has turned things around. Yes, they lost to West Virginia. I know that was a, a disappointing one for them. But, uh, one, West Virginia is a tough place to play, period. And West Virginia had been playing really well as well. So um, just a remarkable turnaround for them to do what they've done and, and continue to do it in different ways. You know, last night scoring a lot, Skylar Van and, and Lexi Keys and Sahara Williams. You know, Lexi Keys has been the defensive heartbeat of this team. And then Sahara Williams, really a freshman coming on strong at the end of the season. So uh, they're, they're, I think, in a good position for not only the Big 12, but to potentially make a run in the tournament if they get the right matchup. Yeah, and I can see it too. They're playing awfully well right now. Big win last night to maintain that first place position. Ryan Aber, OU Insider, I want to ask something about some NIL in a moment because I saw a really good article in the Oklahoman about that. But before we do that, I want to turn to Skip Johnson in baseball. I know he's got some pretty good studs on the mound. Early thoughts on, on him, what his baseball team from what you've seen? Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the, the, the first weekend and two really, really good wins. Uh, down there with uh, beating Tennessee in 10 innings and, and uh, surging there at the end of that game to, to win 5-1 uh, to one on Saturday. And then Sunday it sort of looked like they were dead in the water against Nebraska uh, and uh, came back and, and won that with two in the night. So a really good start for them. Yes, they lost uh, yesterday uh, to, to Dallas Baptist. No, uh, no shame there. DBU's a really good team and you know, midweek games, things, uh, the dynamic changes a little bit. But uh, really good start to the plate for Easton Carmichael and John Spikerman in particular. Rough start so far for Jackson Willis, but he did have uh, a big hit there in that uh, that uh, Nebraska win. So um, a solid start for Skip Johnson's team, but, uh, you know, they've got uh, some, some winnable games coming up over the next uh, couple weekends. And before uh, Big 12 play starts, so they need to uh, build some momentum there. What do you expect from them? I mean, as we look at the entire year, you know, they you go to the finals two years ago, and then last year you really just had a, a real struggle. You you expect them middle of the pack? Do you really expect them to contend? Yeah, I think they've got a chance to contend. I think it's going to uh, depend on how that pitching uh, comes together, which you always expect Skip Johnson to have a, a solid pitching staff, but I, I think. Uh, they've got some really good defensive pieces now with uh, the combination of Willits there at short and uh, you know the, some of the veterans around him and it's and then the the uh, the hitting should be solid I think uh, like I mentioned with uh, Easton Carmichael and John Spikerman there at the top Jackson Nicholas has has been off to a good start I think they need to find some consistency there especially a little bit lower in the order. But uh, I, I think they've got a chance. But uh, like so much, many things in, in baseball, it's going to come down to what their pitching uh, looks like. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, I want to talk about this. NA, and I, you had a really good, the Oklahoma did, NIL article. Talked to not only Joe Castiglione, but of course Chad Weiberg. Both of them, especially Weiberg, said, look, I think we're going to have to take this thing all in-house. And both those schools 
should do pretty well in NIL. Oklahoma specifically should do pretty well. Where do you think it sits with that? And do you believe that is the, the course of the future? Yeah, I think it, it has to be just because uh, right now with the way that it's, uh, there's a sort of a wall of separation that uh, I, I understand why that wall was put in initially, but at the same time, that uh, allows for, for so much of a gray area where things can uh, get sideways. And we've seen that at a couple of programs now that the NCAA is investigating. And I, I think there needs to be, uh, you know, if you're going to do it, uh, do it out in the open. And, and the, the best way to do that is to have the schools have at least some measure of input and control on that. You know, that doesn't mean you can, uh, you know, just, summarily turn down NIL offers, uh, you know, outside of certain categories that aren't allowed. Uh, but uh, to uh, have a little bit of a guardrail to it, because right now it's just the Wild West and uh, the schools sometimes are, are in the dark about things, and, and that can lead to some really big issues as we've seen. We don't hear that much about Oklahoma's. We do hear about, you know, pokes with a purpose over at Oklahoma State. Don't hear a ton about the OU stuff. I know Coach Switzer had been involved. What do you hear, and how is it doing? Yeah, I think uh, they're they're doing all right. Uh, you know, there's some, some grumblings about uh, some certain things, especially when you look at uh, some recruits who go elsewhere, even though NIL is not supposed to be part of the recruiting process. I think we all realize that, that is an element of it, and, and we'd be kidding ourselves to uh, say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also that you know the Caden Green situation and, and losing him and the role that NIL uh, plays there. So I think there is some level of frustration about how things are going. But you know, money should never be an issue at OU. But it has changed the dynamic about where uh where those folks are giving money you know mm-hmm. where it used to be directly to the school now it's uh, to these collectives and the and uh you know other nil programs and like we talked about uh with the last question things can uh get a little bit murky there so i i think it's a, a difficult tightrope to walk uh for sure but i think ou is in a, a, a decent position but certainly needs to uh, figure out some some creative ways to uh, take steps forward in that area. Well, I hope you have a great time out in California. I think it's cool you're going out there to cover softball. And I think you know, the Sooners rolling like this, it'll be fun. There's no question. Travel safe, my friend. Let's hope you don't get in one of those 800-plus-mile-an-hour airplanes with that tailwind, and we'll talk to you next week and see how it went. <laughs> Sounds great. Look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me on, as always. Always. That is Ryan Aber from the Daily Oklahoma.